music here. Here's the drop. How's that? Okay. We made it. We did it. Cheers to making it. A whole four or five weeks of break. We know that all of our listeners and viewers have been uh, furious at how long they've had to wait, but don't worry. We back. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not my fault. It's Isaac's fault because he had to go skiing. Holla at your boy. How was the skiing? It was awesome. Ski, ski, ski. With my fam. It was the first time our family went out of town for Christmas. Like, to like somewhere that wasn't someone's house. It was just like a place that none of us. With not just like your family, but your your like my parents, my brother and his wife. Yeah. My sister and her husband. Yeah. And my own wife even came. This and they the even one brought with, my son. This is the one with it in it, by the way. Look at that. Do, do you see it? Do Karma see it? blessed me. Look at the, look at the. I see it because that, I took the glass that, that didn't have the black thing in it, or I said I'm willing to take it and color get it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's nice. It's uh, flavor. Anyway, the plan was to drink a full one of these before I drank a Red Bull. You need the Red Bull first uh, to go straight to the heart, but yes. that's fine. Well, it is 2020. It's the first episode of 2020. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the 19th. So what that means is that without further ado, we're going to jump into a parable. Um, open up your Bibles and uh, check out Matthew 11. Is it 11 or is it 12? Well, let me look. Thank you for that transition. That was subtle and uh, good fadeaway. Yeah, so let's jump right in. Matthew 12. Did you no, read it? 13. 13. I did read it. 13? Yeah. Do you want to paraphrase it, or should I paraphrase it? Uh, I paraphrase the last one. You paraphrase it first, and then we will discuss it. Okay. Team discuss. Three, two, one. Go. What do you got? So, basically, this parable is Jesus talking to a whole bunch of non-believers. Mm. This mm. is like something that like, I don't think... People realize there's a bunch of people who don't believe. Mm-hmm. It's just some dude up there kind of like spitting. I have my scriptures on my phone, by the way. I'm not just like scrolling through Facebook. I'm Bible. Bible. <laughs> and so here in chapter 12 is that he brings up this parable of uh, these seeds that fall on different parts of the ground. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the different parts of the ground are the, um, the, the first ones fall on the road, right? And, and yes, the second ones fall on the uh, uh, on the rocks. You want me to verify this for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yes. So, step one: stony places. That's the King James version. Okay. Some rocks. So. Yeah. And then. The second one is in thorns. No. Yeah. So, some. Okay. Yeah. Here's what it says. It says a sower went forth to sow says when he sowed uh-huh. some seeds fell by the wayside and fowls or birds came and devoured them up some fell on stony places yes uh where they are not much earth um and then the other one was some fell among thorns yes where they got strangled and died yes and some <laughs> fell on good ground yeah okay continue so Basically, what this parable is talking about is... Yeah, what do you think? Well, the Bible talks a whole lot about, like, seeds and, like, where, like, what is a seed. Mm -hmm. And so, in the Old Testament, a lot of it is referring to, 
your seed, <laughs> like your right. children, yeah, <laughs> like your 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 little men, yes. yes, like specifically if you go back to it, like the arrows, like no, it's the arrows that is refers to that. Now the seed is different. You know what I'm talking about? Are you aware of that? That in the Old Testament, like when it's referring to arrows, it's I definitely to have like, heard about seed in the Old Testament, which is a great part. Yes, but uh, no, the arrows thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look into the Old Testament, that like it, when it's referring to arrows, like it's refer- like it's pretty crazy how they call, like consider like your offspring as arrows, mm. and like um, but that's a whole another day, a whole another topic. Of course, arrows. Today we're talking about seeds. Yes. So seeds. Uh, whenever I think of the seeds, I always think of like just similar to arrows, but like actual like. I'm getting text messages. Sorry. Little treat, probably from a viewer. Yeah, they Someone said, let me know. "Hey, doing a great job up there. <laughs> Pay attention <laughs> to your topic." That's awesome. Was that your mom? Yeah. No, thanks. Thanks, Sam's mom. Yeah. So, so anyway, an- anyway, and and check mic, check mic. I need to check this. Okay, cool. Yeah. I should be about right here. Mm. Perfect. Um, but your seed. Uh, I've heard a lot of different kind of views on this. Is that um. You tell me yours. Tell me yours. Okay. I paraphrased it. You, you give me your, your outlook. So here's what I think. I actually really like this parable. I pretty much like them all. Uh, I say that every time. But I definitely like this one. Because here's how I see it. So Jesus is talking about... So he says, there's a sower. The seeds fell by the wayside. He talks about how some fell on stony places. Some fell among thorns. And some fell on good ground. What's the, the seed? To me, the seed is like uh, it's like a testimony. It's yeah. like a belief in Christ or the gospel or I don't know. To me, when I think of like if in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints or Mormon to the layman, the uh, when someone says like, "Do you have a testimony?" Or Not to the laymen, by the way. To right. the to the to the layman. The layman. The, I feel like there's a lot of lay men going. Woo! Yes. Finally, someone calling us out. Not it's lay. Like, no, not men. not no. the na- not the lay men out mm-mm, there, mm-mm. but the lay the laymen. Layman. L a m i n. Right. Anyway, but yeah. So the uh, a common phrase or term we use. I don't know how common this is in the other Christian community, but it's like you know, like someone. I want to bear my testimony, or like this. Like how was my testimony? How do I strengthen my testimony? And that means my belief i guess in christ and in his gospel and you know and god in general right and so to me when it's like the seeds the uh christ he he says that the seed he actually explains later on but he says that uh well first the after he tells this parable yeah the apostle's like why do you talk this way by the way like why are you telling these stories yeah and christ basically he says I teach you these things so that you can understand it, right? Yeah. Because if I just straight up tell you, like, the doctrine, yes. it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so I'm going to give it to you in a parable form so you can understand it better, right? It's easier to chew. Which is true. Uh, but anyway, sorry. So he says that he, he compares the seed to the word, right? Yeah. So the right. word could be anyone telling you, to my opinion, anything that's true, right? Or someone like, when, just to make it simple, a believer to a non-believer, Meaning in God. Or right? a non-believer to a believer. Yeah. And when a non-believer goes to a believer and, like, 
bears their testimony or teaches them something or gives them something that's like a seed, right? Yeah. And so he says there are three things. There is the seed that's like stony ground, and he says that it falls in there, but it doesn't really grow, right? It doesn't grow at all. Then there's some that falls in the thorny Those, ground. The stony, the stony people are the stony people. The sto- stony grounds is the stony people, or like the people that just, you know, this. The stoners. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to. Jokes. The stoners. I don't want to name names. <laughs> Shout out. You know who you are. Yeah, no. you know who you are. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess let's talk about that first one. When it says it fell, it says some fell on stony places where they had not much earth. And they, uh, it says, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. So they technically did grow. And it says, and when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they were withered away. Yeah. So it landed on the stone. It grew, but not very deep. And the sun came up, boom, then it burnt away. What do you think that means? I think it's those people that, that, well, it's, it's referring to people. No, well, it's referring to the truth. So somebody who shares a, a truth. Somebody sure. who sh- stares shares a story yeah They're the life of, of of you know like um growing up in the broom closet of your parents home mm-hmm. and um getting whisked away to a fairy like kingdom i'm telling the story of harry, harry potter, potter. <laughs> of harold potter yes uh and, and so sharing something like that with someone who um is like an acquaintance mm-hmm. but like it's they're they don't Someone who doesn't apply. So there is some growth that goes on with yeah. the stony ground, but um, there are roots that are formed, but then they're they're quickly gone. Yeah. So it's 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 like a uh, it's like a kind of like a carnal relationship. Mm. I think it could be it. Like you like to rock climb. I like to rock climb. And so, by the way, started rock climbing lately. Awesome. High five. Rock climbing. Mid, mid, mid five between like That's the mics and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We'll but, edit post-production. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what Very I'm saying though, is like, it's, it's like a carnal relationship. So it's, it would be like somebody likes this and somebody likes this. And so like we talk about like life and stuff, but like, you know, like my, my story has no like grounds in you because like the commonality between both of us is not faith it's it's uh it's just yeah it's just climbing Mm -hmm. or it's like um movies yeah you know like there's there's a there's this huge community of star wars geeks out there that are strong christians like sure isaac here and there's also sure. like a whole bunch of atheists out there that really like star wars mm-hmm. and so when they go to star wars and they meet up and they have conversations um the difference though between the two is that one has faith and so even though you're telling a story of like star wars and it's like fictional there's still some truth in that right yeah i think you can definitely derive some truths from Star Wars, and I can get into that, which we will. We will. But that's a that's a foreshadowing. That's a that's, a, that's an interesting uh, take on. It. I guess that's true. It's about trying to find that common ground. Kind of the way that I also look at it. It's like whenever you, it says like the it, it grew, but if you picture the seed being like someone's testimony or mm-hmm. being like someone receiving the word, right? However you want to call it. I think to me that's similar to people who like 
who are like maybe just getting into becoming a Christian, right? And you can honestly apply this to any religion, but of course, for our sake, Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints slash non-denominational Christian. It was like whenever you receive the word, right, and someone like they, okay, they, they plant the seed, right? The yeah. Book of Mormon actually also has a very similar story, which is cool. But it's like about like planting the seed in your heart. But anyway, you plant the seed. The roots don't grow very deep. And the plant starts to grow, right? And to me, that's like it's not a real testimony. You're like going through the actions of being a good Christian, right? But it's not actually – it hasn't really taken root. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, you go to church. You read your Bible. You put money in the guy's – you know, money cup on the corner, right? Like yeah. you do things like I'm a Christian, right? And you're living the Christian lifestyle. And so on the surface, or just moral, just ethically, like sure. taking the morals and ethics of maybe, maybe not even just potentially going to church, but doing those things on a morally ethical. Yeah. Just like your actions on the surface. You're riding the yeah. horizon. Sure. And you're doing those things, but then, but the roots aren't deep because it's not actually a part of who you are. It does become it's like your behavior, it's not your character, you know? And so then when the sun comes up Well, I, what is the root other than, than the the where um where where like the, the heart of it is or like the soul of it, the, the spirit of it, the 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 meat mm-hmm. of it. You know, yeah. like, like, where is it that you give credit to? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like you do these things, but you know, where is it? Where's it? Where's it grounded? And you know, like when, when, when lightning strikes something and it just goes down the ground. Yeah. Right. And then it, I mean, like a good uh, c- comparison to like a seed or like a, a plant would be would be like when lightning strikes something, then it seeks the ground. And usually, if you're camping, then you ground something, sure. right? You drive something into the ground, like mm-hmm. a um, a iron metal rod or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it, I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that thought oh, process. Yeah. But no, I see what you're saying. But yeah, and so like when the sun comes up, it's just like the sun came up, and they were scorched. And they withered away because they didn't have any roots, right? I see that as like when real life hits you. Yeah. You know, it's like when you, when life is good, it's easy to be good. It's easy to keep doing the good things, right? When life is easy, it's easy to do like, in my case, go to church. When you're comfortable. Yeah. When you're comfortable, it's easy to, you know, be good and be kind and, you know, love your neighbor and to just be a good person. But when times get tough, that's when people's true colors show. Yeah. And I feel like if the roots aren't deep, right? Yeah. If the gospel isn't like deep in your heart, then you it withers away. Yeah. You all of a sudden that like that plant or whatever that has the appearance of being a good Christian is gone. And all of a sudden you realize that your roots weren't that deep. So that's how I picture that. It's kind of like a gym rat. Go on. <laughs> like um like when I say that non-believer or believer is that um, I have this belief that, that no matter what you got a God, mm-hmm. whether, God being something that you hold something to higher to to yourself, yeah. right? Um, and whether that be an idea, whether that be uh, material, um, or whether that be spiritual, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and so I say gym rat because it's like this, I, you can't go into the gym saying like, yeah, I'm going to get in shape. Like people don't go into the gym every single day for years on end, weeks on end, because they're just trying to get in shape. Like there's, there's a greater, there's a greater idea in within that, mm-hmm. that they're rooted to yeah. like this, this idea of not only getting in shape, but also, um, reaching their ideal mm-hmm. like they see a their self as reaching something that is that is greater yeah. right and so like that pushes somebody to continue to go to the gym every single week mm-hmm. i mean if you strip out the the if 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 they all of a sudden get diabetes or something right and and like um or, or, or thyroid cancer, mm-hmm. we'll say thyroid cancer, because that's a big one that, that, that can potentially lead to weight gain, right? Sure, yeah. Is that if something like that hits them and they're not grounded, rooted in something that is like that, if that idea is just, I'm just trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. If it's not something deeper. It, yeah, yeah then, then, it's, then it's like, see ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Then that resolve goes away. If it's away. a stake-like grounded into a yeah. tent versus like a foundation set like a home it's true then then it it goes away and so that's kind of what i compare that one to. that makes perfect sense i agree that 100 percent. it's the idea and yeah you can compare this to really any resolve or any lifestyle change you want to do religious yeah. or otherwise but isn't it crazy how we're taking something like a parable and and, it, and you're right later on he talks about how like it's basically sharing the word but like he's he's saying like this is I teach in parables. Jesus didn't really go out. This is a, something I wanted to really drive home is that like Jesus didn't go out there and he was like, I am the way. I mean, mm-hmm. at one point he was right. <laughs> like, I am the truth. I'm the one. But he didn't go out and he was like, believe in me. Believe in me. You need to believe in me. Like, yeah. like, and like he didn't say that over and over. How he shared truth is by just sharing these, these parables that, and, and, and what's going on around us? Like, what's going on in the world? Yeah. And I think that speaks a lot to kind of his intent that Jesus wasn't trying to, like, be famous, you know? He wasn't trying to sound smart. He wasn't trying to be all deep and philosophical and, like, gather around and, like, trying to wow people with his words in the sense that, like, oh, wow, that guy, I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. He must be smart. He but was, I feel it. he taught because he wanted them to understand. He was actually trying to teach us something right yeah them at the time and i'm sure he knew that this would get to us right through scripture so yeah that's i that says a lot about you know jesus's purpose and mission so we can jump down actually farther down from where we're matthew 13 right yeah so if you're reading along jump down there's a part where he basically outlines what we said there is that how he teaches in parables and then he jumps into the, the the apostles asking like what does this mean right yeah yeah they say uh, here's what it says it and, says uh, and to touch real quick on the other ones is like thorny uh, mm-hmm. that's, and it chokes it out chokes it out that's like your toxic people that's people that that you share your story to and they they say oh that wasn't you didn't really go through that so that's that's like so yeah the way I see it before I forget it uh, it's like because there are the three different grounds. You have the the stony ground, the thorny ground, and the good ground, yeah. right? And that way, that's like that's your heart, you can figuratively, right? Like yeah. That's like how you are prepared. And so, 
Sorry, go ahead. Continue. No, 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 no. After you. So you have – so it's all about, like, how you are preparing yourself to receive the word or to receive God into your life. Um, or, or give the word. Yeah. It's like and how, like, how are you prepared? Because if it's stony ground, that means you receive it, but it's not that strong, right? And like, In this parable, you can be the ground or you can be the seed. I guess that could also be pointed out. Sure, yeah. And, like, the thorny ground, the way I see that is this, it's like your heart. I guess you have to compare it to the best one, which is just good ground. It's clean ground. The soil's good. The seed gets planted. The roots run deep. They grow strong. It produces fruit. It's great, right? Yes, but that's also not the default position of people. Right. It's Yeah, it, it takes— We desire to, like, destroy, to destroy, like, to—okay, maybe not everybody. <laughs> what? Everybody, yeah. I think that I think that I, I don't believe that we're inherently good. I think that we have inherent desires to to go uh, against the grain of what it should be is the default being topsoil. Being you t- share my your story. Mm-hmm. I listen. I I I absorb it. I I take it in and I hear it and I and I apply it to my life. I empathize. Like it'd be a perfect world if everybody did that. Unfortunately, the default kind of position is more like the stony yeah and then like the very pessimistic very destructive nihilistic people yeah are, are very thorny i would yeah i would even say yeah the default's a thorny because yeah. the, that idea is like your heart is made like maybe you have good intentions like maybe you want to you know receive the seed and you want your life to be better but it's mixed in with all the other bad stuff that you're doing i guess you could say it's like you can't. It's kind of like how God says, you know, you can't serve two this masters. This culturalistic right? ideal. Yeah, it's like you can't be both. You can't be of the world and you can't be of God, right? Yeah. Like you can't. I mean, obviously, it's impossible to be perfect. But you're right. I think we're not inherently. I agree. We're not inherently perfect. We're not inherently good in the sense that the better things come naturally to us. I don't think they do. I think the mistakes come easier to us because we're human, right? We're mortal. Yeah. But, yeah, it kind of like how to make that ground, like the soft soil, in real life it takes work and effort. You have to clear the stones away. You have to pull the thorns out. You have to do those types of things. The same thing happens with, like, our hearts. We have to actually work and push to, like, be good. Yeah. And the result, it speaks for itself. The result is the plant that grows is actually – it works, right? But, yeah. And kind of like how you were saying – Disciples came. They said, "Why speakest thou unto them in parables?" And then he, there's a lot of things he says, but basically he says, "Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given." So in other words, he's like, "Like why?" The apostles are like, "Why are you talking to everyone this way?" He's like, "You guys are my apostles. So you kind of get it, right? But these people, they won't get it that way because they're just learning. Their hearts are just getting prepared. So I'm going to teach them. I'm going to like give them milk before meat. You know, I'm going to give them." something they can chew on, they can really understand. And, but yeah, I think it is cool how we're able to take these parables and really dissect into it. And there's like a lot that we could get out of a lot of different perspectives. But yeah, good yeah. parable. I brought it up in a, a, a little small group of mine once is that like storytelling is very, it's, it is the most powerful way of conveying truth. Mm. Um, it's very rare that you you can say I think I think maybe w- either you and I or Nick and I talked about this is that you can say to somebody 
hey, you should do this, like looking into somebody's life and like they've shared with you and you shared with them. And it's like looking into somebody's like life and being like, hey, you should you should probably have a time that you wake up and a time you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You should have three meals a day and you should plan those. It's another thing to be able to look at somebody and say, hey, you should maybe consider going to sleep at a specific hour mm-hmm. and like narrowing it down to just like one thing. Um, it's a whole another it's 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 this is this is a why this is also written so long ago in that it's such a crazy idea to say instead of saying hey you should do this or hey you should consider this or in this case right here is like hey i did this i i i started going to sleep at this time and i started waking up at this time Mm -hmm. um and and started making my bed and like i started to take these responsibilities and since then my life has absolutely changed um i have found a new respect for my dwelling place my home Mm -hmm. and sharing something like that is just so much more um it's like more powerful like it yeah it's more convincing i guess or it's more effective yeah yeah Mm. It, 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 it's also less less um, manipulative, ma- manipulative and more persuasive. I think so too, because it's, it's always better to give like a personal example, like a, like a narrative. Yeah, it's always because people can choo- pick and choose how they want to take it, as opposed to just being like, "Hey, change your life," you know, make these changes. That's a great point. In general, I, I agree though. Like with generally storytelling, I mean that's why people like love good stories people love all like tv shows and movies they're just stories right yeah people are telling books obviously it's like good narratives that can produce an emotional reaction in people that's what changes people you know that's why the bible is you know and the quran another great example these religious texts are so powerful because they're full of these stories that people connect with but then they connect that to like to religion and to deity but anyway generally like that's why i love star wars so much yeah star wars yes it has all the nerdiness like you know there's like different aliens and there's you know lightsabers and the force right like you when you talk about the terms it's just like oh you fix that for me well it's like uh is it if you did it this way then oh yeah look at that yeah like that it's beautiful but yeah that's why same on my end my biggest the thing i love most about star wars is the I mean, it's so simplistic, but the whole light side, light versus a dark. It's the classic heroic arc, you know, it's just, or it has a lot of redemption in it to people who like leave Cain the path of light. Abel. Yeah. Like dark and light people who were good, who leave the path, Paul, great example, Saul of Tarsus. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they do a bunch of bad things. Particle sun, great example. Right. Yeah. But then they find redemption and they come back to the light and they can make those changes despite feeling like maybe they can't, right? Great example, Star Wars. The last one I saw last night, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. Kylo Ren, the main protagonist, kind of protagonist, he's done a lot of bad things. He's killed a bunch of Jedi. He killed his own father, right? And so he feel there's a couple of times in the movie where he's like, Wait, so this is this is Darth Vader you're talking about. Oh dear Sam. Oh no. 
I don't want to get roasted. Well, is, it, is, it, is it Luke, Luke Skywalker? Doesn't he become Darth Vader? Right? Oh, my gosh. Everyone, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to apologize. You can just tune out now. Okay, I'm going to give you a crash course on Star Wars. Okay. In that lineage, you have Darth Vader, who is Anakin Skywalker. Okay, right? yeah. His son is Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. And he slept with Leia. Luke slept with no one. Leia is Luke's sister. She is Leia Skywalker. Okay. So Leia and Han Solo Got you. get together. Okay. They have a kid. Okay. That is Ben Solo, who becomes Kylo Ren, the bad guy with like the lightsaber that's like the handles coming out the side that mm. people dog on, but I think it's pretty cool. And then Yeah, I guess that's and then Ray, big spoiler, turns out, you know, the em- evil emperor that's like lightning from his hands, like you know, yeah. em- Emperor Palpatine Sith. or Darth Sidious, he is a Sith. Ray turns out is his granddaughter. So anyway, but Kylo Ren, although he's known as Ben Solo, has done a lot of bad stuff. And there are times where you can tell he wants to like come back, but he just can't. He's like, I've done too much. There's no yeah. going back. And then at the end of this movie, he has like a heart to heart. His mom, her with her last living energy, like gets to him like through the force just like tells him like wake up and then han solo appears as like a force memory presence or whatever and forgives him and then kylo ren like takes his darth this sith lightsaber throws it into the ocean he's a good guy now right yeah prodigal and, son yeah and even though you're just like oh it's a star wars film looking at it i'm just like oh my gosh like all the christian connections there are nuts and i was talking to mary about it all night to drive home Mary's my wife. And I was just like, do you not see how that is? And that's totally how I'm going to teach my kids, too. I'm going to sit them down. Instead of just being like, <laughs> son, there is right and there is wrong, right? There's a light side and there is yeah, a dark Yeah, I'm going to show them Star Wars and be like, okay, this is how this applies to real life because Star Wars is cool, you know? And people, and I want my son to be like, oh, my gosh, I want to be like a Jedi, you know? Because to me, for kids, that's more exciting than – I want to be an apostle. You know what I mean? Or like, I want to be a sower. Yeah. I want to sow some seeds. I want to be a Jedi. Know, just like, connect it. I think that we should make clear, too, in this story is that that in those days, like, what was admirable were farmers. It's true, which might be why he used that example then. Like, you got to realize something that people didn't just go to the supermarket to buy food. Mm-hmm. Like... They had to get their food from farmers. And in a time like this, if the farmers did not have crops, they just wouldn't eat. It's true. And they had very rudimentary tools of doing it, like plows and not a lot of machinery, just just hand tools. And there were famines. Yeah. There, like in the past, like there were times at which their families, their mm-hmm. ge- there were generations that did not have any. I mean, you know, go back to the time whenever they needed, they had to go to Egypt. Yeah. Like, like they had to ask Egypt. Yeah. Egypt. And hope that they didn't enslave them, which they did. Which they did. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> so, so like, uh, farmers were the Lady Gaga of this time, right? Yeah. I guess it depends. I think some people do hold, like, celebrities, like, to the higher standard, like, being impressed. Other people might say, you know, doctors or I don't know. Maybe not lawyers. People, <laughs> they hated lawyers back then. Kind of hate them now still. 
Coming from an aspiring lawyer, by the way. It's all right. Yeah, it's uh, speaking of which, too. blasphemy. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> lawyer. Uh, you blasphemy. You blaspheme, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blasphemy. blasphemy. What does blasphemy mean? To, to me. You. Yeah. To me. I want to know what. Oh, it do means. I read the scripture? Uh, no. I want to know yours. I want to know what you think of blasphemy. Well, I think so. Well, growing up, when I heard blasphemy, You're speaking for the whole Mormon community at this point, I so. will speak for the Mormon community. Here it comes, blasphemy. Three, two, one. Blasphemy. We're not under. We're not. Uh, we're not. Under, this is. We're. We're on territory that we just don't. We're not 100% certain on all these things here. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. That blasphemy is a topic that is similar to all of Revelation. Yes. And so it's not necessarily speculation, but it is it's prediction, kind of. It's like a it's like a pretty difficult topic. To yes. And it's on. important to remember we are not final authorities on any of these things. Yes. We are just two guys who kind of know stuff but really just want to talk about stuff we don't really know so it's your fault for listening okay i'm glad we got that disclaimer out there so with uh so here's what i think about blasphemy right to me blasphemy is not just saying something that is so i think okay here's how i want to start most people i think when they hear blasphemy like that's blasphemy blasphemous right you blasphemer they think it's anyone saying anything that is contrary to the gospel, meaning to Christ and his teachings. For example. Dad gummit. Maybe. Oh, yeah. The actual one. Yes. <laughs> Great example. Or even like, for example, like uh, if someone's, if I, or like, I think, for example, if a Christian speaks to a Muslim, right? And a Muslim says, oh, Christ was a prophet, right? But he wasn't the son of God. I think something like blasphemy, you know, that is not true. That is contrary to the teaching of God. How dare you? But I don't think that's blasphemy. Blast to me, blasphemy, and this is based off the scripture. Blasphemy is when someone knows something to be true, or they know something is important to someone that they think is true, and then you openly mock it or rebel against it. That makes sense. So if a Muslim is talking to a Christian, he's just like, yeah, Christ was, he was, I think he was a prophet. I don't think he was son of God. That's not blasphemy. But, but if I know that that is going to be offensive to you, I'm like, oh, this is going to take him off. Christ was just a prophet. That's blasphemy territory. Or more specifically, if I know, and this is what I think in the scripture, what it well, refers to, which we will get to, when someone is blasphemous, they know something is true or they strongly believe something is true, but they choose to reject it or disgrace it anyway. Right? Yes. That's blasphemy. Yeah. That's what I think. Your turn. So, Pass the mic. So when you, when you say that, what it makes me think of is whenever Paul is writing, and I wish I came better prepared for this, but Paul specifically goes into, like, I do the things that I know not to be true, mm. and I, I do not intend to do the things that I do mean to do but i do them anyways and i think it's somewhere in ephesians he talks about that Mm -hmm. so when you say that it makes me think of paul whenever he was like yeah these things like uh i um um 
I don't want him to do them, but I do them anyways. Because yeah. Because of like the desire is too great. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You do, are you like you know what I'm talking about? That that. I verse? think so. I get the idea though. The idea that if somebody wants to comment below example. and like, I, but I wish I knew the scripture. That's no, okay. That's we've also made this disclaimer before. We're very good at being like it's somewhere in the Bible. It's, oh, it's, we need to stop doing that. Problem. We, we're like, if we could just, if we could just, boom, boom, boom. Someday, Even, that's the goal. That's the people have been studying scriptures their whole lives, right? And I technically have been exposed to the Bible since I was a baby, but it's just not sticking in my brain. It's probably because I'm choosing not to put forth the effort to yes. actually yeah. But in. after this, we're definitely going to find that one in Ephesians. Yes. Referring to Paul saying that he does the things that he doesn't mean to do. But generally, that's a great example to, to blasphemy. It's when, like, if the, and you don't even have to, like, have evil intent. It's like if you know something is wrong, but you do it anyway— whether it's because of your natural man and your compulsion to do those things. Yeah, I think that could be But it also says that blasphemy is unpardonable. Yes. Okay. I'm going to the scripture now because that is <laughs> a very good point. It's only two verses, but it is important in... Unpardonable. 12, 30, 32. Here we go. 3, 2, 1. Again, this is the King James Version. This is my go-to version. It is, He that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Uh, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. Now, that's actually important, right? Yes. Because it says technically blasphemy you can be forgiven of, right? So, but then it says, but the blasphemy against the, the Holy, Holy Ghost, Spirit. yeah, the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, shall not be forgiven unto men. Whoever and whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Mm. So what do you think that means? What's the difference between blasphemy and blasphemy against, against the, the Holy Spirit? Spirit. What do you think okay, so Jesus you think is that? saying that, right? Yes. So Jesus is speaking it. The man himself. And he also referred, like, blasphemy against the Son of Man. It's cool. Yeah. He made that clear right there. Yeah, he right? said it. Yeah, it's like, even if you like look at me straight in the face, you're like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't believe, I don't believe in Jesus. You. Yeah. But as far as the Holy Spirit. <sighs> it's tricky. Yeah. Well, I but think yeah, that curious, I think that you if think? you remove the word, I think that if we take this uh, just bites at a time and say, like, if you remove holy and re- re- just say spirit. Yeah. It's almost a text that's speaking directly into the lives of everybody. Okay. Yeah. You, you tack on Holy Spirit, then it's like. Oh shoot! Uh, are those who aren't aware that the spirit is holy? Mm-hmm. Because right, am I right? Whenever I say like the whole like the spirit is, when we refer to the spirit, it's always it's always the Holy Spirit. Like, what's the difference between a spirit and a Holy Spirit? Well, I think in the context of Scripture, we all have a spirit. Yes. Um, but the Holy Spirit is a member of the Godhead, or you also call it the Trinity, right? It's a, it is the way that I think the the Holy Spirit is the way that God chooses to speak to us and work through us. It's kind of the way that uh, I don't know. It's the way He operates. This is the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. That what, the what, Holy Spirit. Yeah, but but like the difference, like like there's 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 people who believe in like a soul. Yeah. Okay. You say soul. I say Holy Spirit. Sure. Okay. Okay. 
So it, it, to apply this, and I think that those who do yoga every Tuesday, you know, um, or Wednesday or Friday or whatever no. day they go and do right, yoga, yoga and they, yeah. they are believe in the third eye and that. Um, Hare Krishna. Yeah. Like if you were to look at them and say like blasphemy is uh, an unforgivable sin, if you're blasphemy against your uh, soul, hmm. they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is like, you look at them and you share your story with them mm-hmm. and they go, oh my gosh, it's not even, it's not soul. It's like the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And I believe in God, Jesus, and I believe in the, or the Godhead. And from that point on, they live forth a life of uh, Christianity. Yeah. And so, um, then they, then they blaspheme the Holy Spirit. But what does that look like? Hmm. I compared it one. Uh, I spoke the, uh, about this with someone prior on World of Warcraft. Of course, my yes. friend, my WoW friend. The great platform for all gospel discussions. Just discussions <laughs> in general, general, right? Discord, right? And I compared it to um, the forty days in the wilderness mm-hmm. when Jesus goes out and he fasts for forty days, forty nights, and then he gets confronted face to face with. Um, Desire, temptation, right? The devil mm-hmm. himself. I think temptation and devil are very hand in hand. Yeah, but and he says, "Throw yourself off of this, and I'll give you the world. Mm-hmm. Turn this bread into, or this this stone into bread." Right. And as far as your eye can see, mm-hmm. it's yours, right? Yeah. And so I think that that is a great story that holds the truth of what blasphemy could be. Okay. In that an example of blasphemy would to say would to turn to temptation and say, yeah. Mm-hmm. He jumps off and then the angels catch him and then he gets all of the earth. Mm-hmm. Against the Son of Man. Blasphemy against the Son of Man. That's an example of blasphemy against the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You follow me on that? Is yeah. To, is, to, is to take temptation and say, like, okay. Like, you see where I'm going with that? I think. Do you see where you're going with this? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but. But is it? No, keep going. If you're but, 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 on a roll, yeah. Well, you know, this is me kind of, like, working through something. Sure. I don't know. It could be. That's what we said. The disclaimer is, though. That's we right. don't, You know, like. We're That's what this whole thing's about. We want people we're to comment. We want people to, like, get in on this conversation. Yeah. And I want you to get on a conversation. But I think mm-hmm. that that's an example of blasphemy against God, rather. Not necessarily the Son of Man. is, But whenever Jesus was confronted by the devil in the wilderness mm-hmm. and said to do a miracle, if he were to perform that miracle, that Jesus himself would have been committing blasphemy against his his father, God. Mm-hmm. But it also gets tricky because, like, Jesus is God, and he also is the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit is Jesus. I'm in sticky water. Pull me out. 
Here we go. No, I see, I do see where you're going with that. It is a very cool perspective to have on it. One thing that kind of helps me in this, a, uh, a belief in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that I think is different and, frankly, kind of divisive. One of the reasons why people, I think, are uh, don't like us that much sometimes <laughs> is because we do not believe in the doctrine of the Trinity. We believe the Trinity in that God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Ghost, right? Are separate entities. Yeah, three completely separate, as separate as you and I. But they are one in purpose and in love and intent. The same, like in every other possible way, they can be this one and the same. They are. They are on the same track, right? But as far as actual like entities, yeah, they're different. Christ is literally God's son, and there are plenty of scriptures that refer to that in the Bible, right? Where people look into heaven and they literally see Christ sitting next to God, right? Sure. He's got to be sitting next to someone, right? He's not sitting next to omnipotence, right? He's sitting next to some. Anyway. That's just kind of another time. But that helps me. That's kind of how I differentiate the spirit, Jesus Christ, and then Heavenly Father. Which is more aligned with earthly logic. Sure. I mean, I think that makes sense to me. But personal belief, I'm not saying if you believe in the Trinity, shame on you. That's not blasphemy. That's totally fine. <laughs> but here's the deal. So when it comes to this, when Christ says, uh, when he says that all manner of sin and blasphemy are forgiven, he says, if you speak a word against the Son of Man, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I think the difference between, like, it's blasphemy. It's like, blasphemy isn't just saying something that might be contrary to what you think. Blasphemy is against. It's like intent. What you believe. Yeah. So anyway, I'm getting a lot off track. But here's the deal. The role of the Holy Ghost, to me, one of its roles is to testify that Jesus is the Christ and that God is the Father, right? That's his purpose. In other words, whenever you're like in church or you're reading scriptures or you're, you know, listening to a story or something happened, you kind of get that feeling, you know, you're just like, I don't know how to describe them, but hallelujah feeling, you know, you just, you feel good. You feel light. You feel pure. You know what I'm talking about? You ever had experiences like that? Very rare, but. <laughs> but they happen. Yeah. And that, and they, they are, they just take some, you, ha- you have to be in the right place to have those feelings, but. For me, that happens sometimes. If I can study the scriptures, for example, for long enough and focus long enough, you'll you learn how to recognize it. But the whole point is the Holy Ghost, its purpose is to testify to you what is true. Like if someone asks, like, how do you know there is a God? It's like I get this question often. Like, how do you know, right? Yeah. And K-N-O. Yeah. And I can talk all day like, well, you know, look at – how you know how the earth is perfectly placed by the sun and like that can't be coincidence and look at this i can talk about all day but at the end of the day i know because the holy ghost has borne witness to me that god is real i have felt it in my heart i know it's true and i have continuously tried to live my life in a way to reaffirm that because feeling it once isn't enough right like you can't just like oh god's real and then you just forget about it because then you then it's when you lose it so right? that's 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 where we lose the calvinists <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i'm with you on that as well as that i think that it's not it's not one of those things where you get it and then like you have it yeah i mean that's that's clear as day i think that oh shoot 
that goes our whole Calvinist viewership. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. That that verse alone just like abolishes no. like this idea that that you can you once you have it you got it forever. You're good to go. Yeah. It's like no 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 no, <laughs> Mr. Calvinist. If you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, it says right here, clear as day. That so yeah. That's it. Yeah, that gets revoked. And so when it comes to and this is kind of. Do all. you think that that maybe that's the purpose of the? Because I don't think that we'll ever really fully understand it. But I think that that's one of the points, one of the the really big parts of of that. There is is to say that you you can lose, you can you can you yeah. can lose your faith, you can lose your. Um, God can be like nah. Yeah, and <laughs> I think, and frankly, I think that's kind of hard to do, yeah. because that's the thing is, so this kind of brings full circle to what I was trying to say that I know is probably long winded, but it's the idea that. If the spirit has borne witness to you, has told us something is true, right? And then you act against that, you know what I mean? Like intentionally, like with that, it's a difference. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm, you know, I'm a man. That's different. But if you know that God is real and that Christ is real, but then you try to destroy that or bring that down, that is when you are acting against the Holy Ghost, right? You're going against what the Spirit has told you is true. That's something that means when it says against the Holy Ghost. You're, when you're actively going against what you know is true on purpose with an intent to like bring down and destroy, that is blasphemy. And that is when God says, nope, that's it, right? You cross the line. Yeah. And that I think is hard to do. I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't, I don't think a lot of people say, yeah, God's real. But I hate him. You know, like I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna bring him down. I'm gonna bring down his church, right? So, so what comes to what my like mind shifts to is like this this idea of the narrow path, mm-hmm. um, and and of good, of admiration, of blessedness. Yeah. Okay, if there's a narrow path going this way, there's also a narrow path going that way. Mm-hmm. So when I think of blasphemy now, it's we're teaching here in parables or discussing in parables is that it is that path but it is the complete it's the complete opposite direction Mm. like there's one thing and like turning around and be like hey i kind of there's some stuff in the dark that i liked but then like identifying this narrow path into darkness and saying like i am going to go against all it is lying at every chance that you have to get to um to, to, to a point of success, quote, air quotes for mm-hmm. those listening, um, it is um, having no respect for your neighbors. Like, it is, like, you can't commit blasphemy without... going entirely against the Ten Commandments. Yeah. You know what I mean? On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I think. SB, yeah. What comes to mind is the the have you seen you? You. You. It's a it's a it's a TV show on Netflix. Oh I've heard I've like, heard I know of I've heard of that. People talk been talking about that a lot. By the yeah. way, came up with a great pickup line. Hey you uh that I think it. that you'd be really you'd look you would look great in my glass box in my basement. <laughs> now that's a line. It, yeah. I would probably get that 
if you watched if, the, watched. if you watched it, <laughs> he's got like a glass box. A little and, out like, of context, okay. Close. And and like to protect like this girl, like he like puts these his her like boyfriend in like this glass box and ends up like spoiler killing him. And like, mm. if you watch that, Blasphemy. like for me, if you watch that, like <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Is like that is going against not only not only is it like going against like the Holy Spirit, but it's going against your conscience entirely. Mm-hmm. I believe that what blasphemy is, yeah. is that like, it's going entirely against your values, everything that you've, it, it, because, because if, if you're just moseying around in the darkness, like turning around, I've always got this like idea that there's this line, right. And like your light and like the, there's one true narrow road yeah and then like i mean we're kind of like when you dive dive into blasphemy is that you're diving into the darkness the dark side of things and Mm -hmm. like where is blasphemy yeah other than that narrow dark path that's leading in the complete opposite direction yeah it's saying hey i gave up um fill in the blank i gave that up and i'm going this way Mm -hmm. i gave up nicotine (laughs) Mm. and now i'm 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 back doing nicotine but but like i'm getting up early still sure i'm talking specifically out of my own life right now <laughs> i figured yeah but to like, like to like to go completely against the grain i think that that's what blasphemy is i like think you're right really as difficult nearly as difficult as as going down the narrow yeah i think you're right light. and the, the uh it's important to note too that in the scriptures it says technically like regular old blasphemy <laughs> it's like blasphemy in general you can be forgiven of right mm-hmm. he's not saying that's okay to do he says you can be forgiven of that but blasphemy against there's only one type that's unpardonable and that's blasphemy against the holy ghost and i think one of the reasons why it's so hard for us to really explain what kind of like he's like i don't think we'll totally know what it is i think you're right one of the reasons why it's so hard to understand because i think it's hard to do and I think that is evidence of how loving God is. He makes it really hard to blaspheme against the Holy Ghost. The way yeah. I see it, again, this is not doctrine. I don't know if this is accurate. This is Isaac yeah. doctrine. But the way I see it is it's going to be in the next life or after the second coming or rapture, whatever you call it. And when we see Christ face to face and we know who he is and we know that he is real and we know that he is true but we still say no like i reject you yeah that is the moment where like the, and the holy ghost has testified to us that he is who he is and we're still just like no then then that's when we've crossed the line that's unpardonable but the fact like that's really hard to do i don't think it's possible to really do that in this life cuz no one had can really you know and so that's why that shows how god is so loving cuz he doesn't want people to do that he doesn't want he wants everyone to make it back who can, right? To him. Yeah. And I think that's just evidence that it's so hard for us to describe and explain because it's a hard thing to do, which is good to know. But as far as the narrow path is with blasphemy, I think you're always like backtracking across that narrow path and it is hard to do, right? Well, it's, it's got to be as difficult to follow the narrow path forward. As difficult it is, this came to mind. This idea is that as difficult as it is to follow a righteous, narrow path mm-hmm. forward, it is just as difficult to follow a evil, wicked path backwards. Like intentionally knowing that it's evil and wicked. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hard. I agree. 
and, and so and so when you're like you're moseying towards the light is that like that's that's a difficult thing to do and but and if you get on that narrow path and like you're you're riding it then like good yep. for you but like like as difficult as much as your life has changed and as as um uh, much responsibility as you have um taken on to be in that righteous narrow river yeah path whatever you want to call it like that's how much responsibilities you have to lack mm. like that's how many how many how many things that you need to turn against to become to be in that that narrow path towards the dark yeah um and i think you're right whenever you say that we don't really know because like of this of blasphemy because like we've surely become we've surely committed blasphemy against son of man blasphemy against truths sure yeah like you said anytime you do something that you know you shouldn't do but you do it anyway yeah but we haven't signed a deal with the devil right so unless some of you who are listening have in which case shout out (laughs) jay-z now they're gonna come for us (laughs) what you did look what you did i know here comes the illuminati Alumnus Nadi. Alumnus Nadi. Okay. And that's stretching here. Yeah. That shows that we're the early it is. Ah, good morning stretch. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. That's going to be a good place to stop. Yeah. Uh, tune in next time when we talk about truth. Yeah. No, no, no. Love. Yeah. What is love? Baby. Don't hurt me. I've told everybody that there's seven different types of love in the Greek language. And yet there's probably only four. And I've just, I'm so sick of Let's not. dig into it. And we'll bring it full circle. What about love when it comes to God? What does that mean? What is that about? Also, Chiefs are playing today. This is not a Sunday thing, but uh, go Chiefs. Hope they win. Hope go Chiefs. Titans. Yep. This is our year. That being said, tune in next time. Yes. Wow.